Yes, this is episode 102 of Griff's Brain Dump, and this is me, Griff. Obviously, what the hell is that? Sorry, I'm I'm in my car, back in the car, and I'm just looked over the passenger seat. There is a mad stenage on my passenger seat. I don't know what that is. What the fuck is that? Someone's clearly spilled a drink or something, and they've kept that quiet. Quiet while sat in my car. So um, they didn't tell me. You can't trust people these days. Um, how you all been? It's um, what episode is this? Episode 102. 102. New Year. Two. 2019, 2019, 2019, 2019, 2019, uh, yeah, we're here, we're here, isn't time flying, fucking hell, time just flies, before you know, it's fucking Christmas, it's bloody Christmas before you know it, um, but it's not Christmas yet, it's still Janvier, uh, Janeiro, and, um, how, how are your New Year's resolutions going, you already failed yet, <laughs> I've just come from the gym, so I'm still on my shit, um, but mine isn't a New Year's resolution. Mine is I don't want to be a fat groom for my wedding. So don't be a fat groom, don't be a fat husband, don't be a fat dad. And it's really, I don't want to be a hypocrite. Don't be a fat hypocrite, because I don't want a fat bride, a fat wife. I don't want a fat mother to my children. And so if I'm going to force Naomi to not get fat, um, I, I can't be saying that through you know seven chins and man tits so i need to <laughs> i need to stay trim and um that's what i'm gonna do plus you know being on stage as well i you know you talk about body positivity and body consciousness and the women it's hard for women but for me as a man as a performer yeah on stage when i see a picture of myself after a gig and i'm just like ah Where's my bra? You know? I, I don't wanna I don't see my shirt looking like it's under duress. I don't wanna I don't, <laughs> I don't look at pictures like that. I need to stay in decent shape. Decent, so that's uh that's my motivation. Fat shaming. Vanity and fat shaming. Nothing to do with health, I just don't don't wanna be fat, so that that's that's my priorities in life. Oh dear. And I've just pulled up outside my house because um, so I'm still in the car today. Just gonna, just yeah, just finished the gym, and um, yeah, gym was packed, packed for the January fatties, the Christmas fatties, uh, including myself. I'm not. There's, there's people in much better shape than me, so they probably go to the gym consistently. But um, I was one of the January fatties in the gym, and uh, yeah, because um, I ate too much. Went to uh, went to Venice for New Year's, as I told you in the last podcast. That was great. I highly recommend Venice. Um, it's funny though because we was on first taxi we get from the airport to Venice. Um, <laughs> the, the cab driver's giving us all this information, and I'm speaking the limited Italian I can speak. I know names of pizzas and football team nicknames. I know how to say football in Italian, calcio. Uh, and I say the championship, Scudetto, and um, I just know, yeah, football team nicknames, Nerazzurri, uh, the Rossinelli, Biancanelli, uh, Bianca Celesti, uh, Giallo Rosso, uh, Le Vecchia Signora, see, I know how to say El Volpi, I know how to say these different football team nicknames, I know how to say the name of towns in the Italian way, so rather Naples, Napoli, Rome, Roma, Milan, Milano, see, Torino, or Twin, Venezia, instead of Venice, and I'd say all that, so, um, I'd say that stuff, that's, that's as my Italian goes, and then I, I ran out of Italian, I used all my Italian in probably about 30 seconds, <laughs> but, um, it's funny, the cab drive there, the cab driver, very um, affable guy. Is that aff- amiable? Aff- affable? Affable? What's the right word? He's likable. Why was I trying to use words I don't know how to use? He, he's a likable guy. And he uh, he says, yeah, you know, he's going to be cool. He's going to be busy over New Year's. He goes, uh, problem is, though, some of the restaurants run by Chinese. And I was like, huh? Oh, that's gone left. I was like, what? What do you mean? Why is that a problem? I'll tell you what, guys. It's only when I got to Venice. It's a fucking problem. 
<laughs> now I'm not anti-Chinese. And those anti-Chinese people give me Italian food. Like I said, you've got to be racially discrim- discriminative, discriminatory. You've got to have racial discrimination when it comes to food, man. Ah, oh, it's terrible. A lot of Chinese and Indian people just running restaurants. People in Venice. You go all the way to Venice. Have an authentic Italian. You're there. It's like, oh, yeah, this is really nice. Mr. Wong's spaghetti bolognese. No. No. That's not what it's about. Right? I, I want a nice family restaurant. I want there to be a brother Marco and the Paolo and the younger sister Roberta. Hey, don't, don't look at the younger sister. No. It's a, uh, that's what I want in my restaurant. I want, I want them to talk to me way too much about the food. And that's what happened on our last day there. Went to the last restaurant. This guy, he was explaining every single dish. I mean, it's like, I've already ordered, mate. You don't have to convince me. What do you want? Uh, I'll have, I'll have the lobster linguine, please. Oh, very good choice. Because the linguine uh, is made uh, from, a, from, a, from a wheat. A wheat that is a, for a local. It's a local wheat made from uh, 20 kilometers away. Uh, it's was uh, made across the, the summer. Fresh, fresh produce every year. And then the lobster. The lobster is a, is a fresh year. We have it uh, every morning. The new, new lobster come in each morning. And, and the lobster. And the, and the tomato sauce. It's, it's a special sauce that has been in the family. as a secret for, for our good here. 80 years, uh, the great great grandmother from uh, she she make the sauce and then uh, the next year only only four people know how to make this sauce. No, no, even I know how to make the sauce. <laughs> and uh, it was like that. That's how I wanted it. Every restaurant, just like mate, shut up. I've already ordered. I'm gonna eat it. That's how it's gonna be. And that's how I liked my food being served. But Venice was good, and there's lots of little places. If everyone tells you Venice is expensive. It's not. It's because they're mugs. And they keep going to tourist, tourist restaurants. Don't go to a tourist restaurant. If there's a guy outside, yeah, with a clipboard, just shouting, shouting headlines from the menu. You want a pasta, a pizza, a fish? Don't go there. Every every course for twenty euro, pasta, pizza, fish, just flicking the menu. Yeah, pasta, a pizza, a fish. Like, mate, I know what those things are. You don't need to show me the menu. I don't want it. No, don't go to those places. What you want? Go to little places where they've got about four stalls inside. There's nowhere to sit. They've got all these weird ornaments and shit hanging off the wall. Go there. They'll sell you a cappuccino for one euro, an aperol spritz for like three euros. Oh, go to those places. Get 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 little get a little bite to eat. All their bakeries as well sell wine. That's what makes me laugh, right? Look at this country. Uh, anti-social drinking problems. Yeah, you, uh, you know, just added more tax, more le- uh, levies to, to alcohol. You can charge people in the UK £30 a bottle of alcohol. And they're like, do you know what? Just don't have any fucking heating on. Fuck it. I want the wine. I want the beer. Fuck the heating. Kids, you're not going to school. Why? I need beers. The beer's got too expensive. You're not going to school. Uh, it's not even a class thing either. Like, even posh people would be the same. <laughs> what? What? Huh. Ten, ten grand for a bottle of Chateau, Chateau Bollocks? Hmm? Well, I guess, I guess the kids won't be playing the cross this year. <laughs> You're not going to stop Brits from drinking. And drinking too much. Whereas in France, Spain, Italy, I've been to all these places. They are selling wine in their supermarkets like two euros. Three euros. And no one's getting excited. They're just walking past it going, ah, well... I don't want wine today. I've already got wine at home. Or they're looking at you just like, you're having three euro wine. This is disgusting. You have no class. You have no, you have no taste. Oh, you have a white wine with, with steak. Oh, this is this, this cannot happen. This is not right. You have you have red wine with fish. Oh no, this is terrible. It's a terrible. It's a, it's an atrocity. This cannot happen. This is a said you know, That is like all those countries when it comes to wine, but of booze. The UK we get rassed, and it just made me laugh. It's in in uh, Venice, they're selling wine and cocktails in their bakeries. I'll come in for a cappuccino and a cake. And there's people there just sipping a glass of wine, eleven in the morning. 
just hop on their boat and just drive off. Just like, what? Is this what's happening, yeah? Nuts. But um Venice say say that to say this. Venice was good. I had a fucking nightmare on New Year's Eve though. Got all the way there, St. Mark's Square. Right. Um that is the place to be in Venice. Because they have this amazing fireworks display. I haven't really found a funny way of saying this story. It's just fucking annoying, right? You manage this. You've gone to St. Mark's Square. This is this is the place. So to give you the idea, in in London, that's like going on the North Bank, opposite the London Eye. You are in the right place to be for the fireworks display. This is the spot. Google image New Year's. And every image will show you the spot we were standing in. 15-minute firework display. It's meant to be. Well, I think five, five minute. Not sure how long it is, but big firework display. This is why you're here in Venice. Yeah, I want to be under the firework display. Going, Ooh. Ah. Oh. Ten minutes to midnight. We get there. It's heaving. But we, we found a nice spot. We are literally on the Google image spot. Five minutes to midnight, the bell starts going in the uh, basilica. Yeah, each minute, boom! Everyone's getting a little, little bit of little bit of excitement in the air, in in the Venetian air. Oh, boom! Oh, it's three minutes to go. Oh, boom! Oh, it's two minutes. Oh, bong. One minute to go. It is on game time. We made it to Venice. We're all looking at each other. I'm looking at my fiance. My mate's looking at their, his fiance. Oh, it's lovely. We're looking at each other. We're like, we're, we're in Venice. What a great way to do New Year's. It's so much better than sitting at home. It's so much better than going to a shitty nightclub. And then Naomi just goes, um, I think it's, I think it's 12 o'clock. So we're looking around. Everyone's looking around. We're looking at the Italians now. They're all looking at each other like, what's going on? What's going on? Then suddenly, in the distance, near distance, we hear... He's like, wait a minute. Where the fuck are the fireworks? Then you see this surge of people just running towards the river. Running towards the river... It's just like, do what? We can't go down there. We can't get crushed. Um, fuck it. And we're looking at each other. And we've seen all the Italians. Go, they're all looking at each other like, what's going on? So, like, hold on. So, it's not just us being tourist wankers and we've just got it all wrong. Something's happened here in Italian that we haven't understood. <laughs> where they've moved the fireworks display. Because all these people just started running. And, up, and up, as we're discussing it, five minutes has gone, um, and it's quietened down. I'm so, ah, well, we've missed it. It's kind of funny, but, you know, it's a bit annoying. And then as I finish talking for five minutes, all I hear is, bam, 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 It's a wait a minute. This firework display is going on for 15 minutes. This is probably the greatest firework display I've never seen. And because all the smoke is now built up in the air, all you can see is just green and red flashes. From this amazing firework display on the other side of this huge building that we can't see. Fucking ridiculous. Then Italians doing as Italians do, start letting off you know, those those are massive fireworks. If you ever watched football, Italian football, you just suddenly, about like a 60th minute, you feel like there's been a bomb attack on the stadium. It's just boom, just like that. They were letting those off in the square, so then we all looked at each other like, ah, I think it's time for us to go. This is putting me on edge. Let's go. And the four of us walked home in silence. <laughs> we didn't talk. We were also disappointed that we didn't get to see the fireworks the way we wanted to see. Uh, well, yeah. But you live and learn. You live and learn. But um, but I, then I returned from Italy. Finished watching um, Netflix se- series, You. If you haven't watched You, get watching that. Um, it's about a stalker dude who... Uh, because he's not technically a stalker, dude. He's a guy. He's a guy of no game. Yet so much game. He's playing a different game. Uh, you just got to watch it. It's about a guy who loves this woman so much. That he basically just starts investigating her life. And just starts manipulating shit. And just trying to create false situations. Just against her life. I mean, we've all been there some way. I mean, we haven't... We haven't, like, 
killed the girl's ex-boyfriend. Stuff like that. Look, you know, they ain't tried to... They ain't done anything like that, okay? Is that a spoiler? No. No, it's not. You, you'll, you'll soon see from the trailer. Just watch the trailer, you'll see. This guy does a lot. Stalking the girl, hacking her phone. All that kind of stuff. That's all mad. Never been that far. But if I've liked a girl, you know, when I went to uni and stuff, liked a girl, worked out that she's in my, like, class, in one of, like, my lectures, 200 people, so, okay, I need to get to the lecture a bit late, so now I can end up sitting near her, you know, sitting near her, she can hear me being funny from, like, two rows behind, she's gonna look around, going, who's that guy being so funny, but instead, she's turning back, going, I wish that guy two rows back would shut the fuck up, trying to listen to the lecturer, no, then, you Try to walk out the same time as her. Hey, is she going to look to her left? Because I'm looking to my right. Okay, come on. Stare at me. We can talk. She's there walking down the stairs going, who's this fucking weirdo staring at the side of my face? I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Then I see her on the night out. I'm like, hey. You're in, uh, you're in my lecture, right? Organisational behaviour. And she's like, what am I? I don't know. Yeah, I do that module. I ain't seen you before. All right. So, you got a boyfriend? No. Nice. So, you interested in me? No. All right. And just dancing away. <laughs> Moving backwards. See, that's what I'd give up. Not this guy. No. No. He would have found out what school... She went to what uni, uh, what uh, you know, what college she went to, what she studied, the things she likes, best friend's name, childhood pet. He would have found out all of that, and he just slipped it in. Just talking to her. Oh, do you know what? On the way here, I saw this amazing little English bulldog. Really? I love English bulldogs. Really? <laughs> that's, that's so strange. That's so strange. I love them too. Oh man, we got so much in common. See, he's dedicated to the love. Watch you. Just watch it, people. If you haven't watched it, I've just I've been talking about a program that you had no interest in watching and no ability to relate to it because you ain't watched it. But we move on. We live and learn. And um, <laughs> but also I've come back to is the fucking shitstorm. R. Kelly, surviving R. Kelly. Now, here's my thing about this. You, if you followed this podcast, you would have known that I did a podcast. Um, an episode called What If They Were White um, I'm not sure what episode that was but I'll tell you what it was a flipping long time ago right it was a flipping long time ago I did that um, that episode let me let me try and, and find it where would I where would I have it in an easily findable place aha in my backed up podcast but yeah it's annoying me that this uh, this has come up again. Um, you know, it's come up again, and I just got one question to ask. It's just like, how how many more documentaries on R. Kelly do I have to see? Right, we've known for ages this guy's track record. How many more documentaries of R. Kelly do I have to see until I stop loving this guy's music? It's annoying the shit out of me. Oh, God. Just each time. Just, I'm just like, it's done. It's over. It's over. I'm sick of him. I'm sick of him. I believe I can fly. Woo. It's like, wow, that was an inspirational tune. It was. That tune was fucking inspirational. My mate, he lost both his legs. And then he heard R. Kelly, I believe I can fly. He started fucking walking. No legs. Started walking. Because he heard R. Kelly, I believe I can fly. Yeah? Feel that? Feel that's inspirational. My mate, yeah? Got his head blown off in the war. In the war. Then he heard world's greatest. And he put his head back on, carried on. Shot seven insurgents. Got a medal. Saved his whole battalion. I mean, it's... it's <laughs> I don't know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What I don't get, right, is 
I feel like there is real outrage from people. And I think that is a perfectly normal response to R. Kelly. The outrage. Alright? But there's some people who have been R. Kelly fans from the fucking 90s. From day one, right? This is when I was a little kid. So, even I knew as a little kid that he married Aaliyah. And I was like, but Aaliyah was 15, yeah? I was, I was like, that ain't right. And I remember just, people just like, what? He's, uh, uh. Like, the cognitive dissonance was wild. Then the fucking tape was out. And I still say this to this day. This before the internet was the internet. Right? This was back in the day where you had to get it on VHS. You had to get on CD. You had to really plug a CD in and what, know what you're watching. It's not a little clip that's been sent to you on WhatsApp. You're like, oh, what's this? Start watching. Bro, what the fuck have you just sent me? Why is this now on my phone? Now it's in the cloud. It's on my hard drive. I've deleted it, but it's there. The cyber DNA of this video is all in my phone now, you prick. It's not that day and age. This was, hey, mate, have you seen that video? What's the video? It's R. Kelly having sex with a 14-year-old. All right. Pissing on the 14-year-old. All right. In her mouth. All right. So, you want a copy? No. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to take your word for it. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? I, no, I don't. I don't need to see that. All right? I don't. I don't need to see that. I'm happy I've never seen it. Well, I've seen... I haven't seen the act. I've seen clips in these documentaries and stuff. And I just don't get it. I, just, I don't get why people are now outraged now. Like, he's done these things. That he's, They've been done. This isn't new. And do what is? I think people are now cancelling R. Kelly... Because he's not releasing music at the same rate. It's easy to cancel him. I've heard people doing all mental gymnastics going, do you know what? From this day forward, any music he releases, I'm not interested. All right? I know he's got about 7 million studio albums. I'll listen to those because he wasn't cancelled then. But any music going forward? Cancelled. Cancelled. Check those people's social medias. They cancelled him after the BBC thing. Why are you cancelling him again? I know when I cancel a subscription, I don't have to cancel it again. It's done. It's over. It's cancelled. No, not when you end the relationship. Do you call them seven months later going, oh, by the way, what? It's still over. What? Yeah, it's over. You're dumped. I've moved on. I'm in a new relationship. Yeah, but just remember our relationship. It's over. It's done. I haven't spoke to you for eight months. It's over you don't have to you don't have to end the relationship again okay so all these people he can't he cancelled again you never cancelled him in the first place and guess what i don't reckon you're cancelling this time either so shut your mouth all right play remix to ignition feel guilty about it in public now feel guilty about it on your own claim you don't listen to it in public all right Trust me, I've seen it happen. I've been out. R. Kelly music gets played. There's no one stop marching to the DJ. Go turn this up, lock it off. No one's doing that. People are all looking at each other across the table, going, <laughs> shifty eyes. It's, it's, it's a tune, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's, it's slightly a tune. It's, it's slightly a tune. This, this is a tune. I got a guy like this. This, this is a tune, yo. Yeah, this is a tune. And you ever start singing? So. I know. That's just my view. I think people should be outraged. The guy is a creep. Um, if you want to listen to his music, fine. If you don't listen to his music, fine. Do you have to announce it? Fine. And it's just nuts. It's just like people really falling out over it on their timelines. See, so many power status is like, ah, boy, listen, yeah, if you're still supporting R. Kelly, come off my unfriend unit. No. You unfriend them yourself, you lazy shit. <laughs> I mean, that's how lazy you are of your fucking boycott. You know what? If you support R. Kelly, then you unfriend me. No. No. You unfriend them. 
you know what I mean? So I go, do what? I'm not shopping. I'm not shopping at this shop anymore. And do you know what? You don't let me in this shop ever again. Okay, you don't let me in. Because, listen, I might walk in there and buy something because you might have something on sale with it. So, listen, this is my boycott of your shop. You don't let me in. All right? If I shop online, you you block my card, innit? Oh, wow. Oh, wow, look. Oh, wow, look, you let me buy £200 worth of goods from your shop. Ha, <laughs> do you know what? You're cancelled. No, that isn't how you boycott people. All right? That isn't how you do it. So, there you go. Episode 61. If the girls were blonde, is what I called it. <laughs> girls didn't have the gusto to say white. <laughs> Episode 61, that was. So, yeah, that's a while back. That's the 1st of April. So, almost a year. Um, but, yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's just uh, I, I've been watching the documentary. I watched three I watched three parts of the docu series. I tell you what though that that sparkle woman though I don't know. Like, so obviously there are victims. There are real victims in this. Uh, I think there's some crimes you need to follow due process, and you know the law and stuff. Has R Kelly ever been found guilty? Of any of these crimes, no, fine. So he's not guilty by law. Why is he not found guilty? Because the girl and her family refused to testify in court. They refused to appear. Okay. So that's not really a real home run, there, is it? <laughs> I mean, the guys, Robert, like they know it's him in the video. They can't prove it's her in the video because she hasn't said it's her. And, I, and I'm not I'm not mad at the family or the victims, uh, things like that. But I know it's just some some of the women in the video, it's a bit in the documentary, it's a bit wild. You know? Someone's like, yeah, you know, I, I was twenty when I met Robert. So what get off the show, man. There's fourteen or fifteen year olds here. Like this to me, there's a clear difference between him rocking up at schools promising record deals to children, right? That That's different. That is different to rocking up to 20-year-olds promising record deals. I mean, I don't know. Am I being too harsh? I don't know. I just... I, I just think it's mad. But I guess victims can come in all ages. Like, the guy... The guy that seems like a bit of a monster, that's all. And his wife, jeez. That, that's, I've never seen his wife talk before, so that was interesting. Andrea Kelly. And um, I don't, I've always found it weird when people divorce a monster, but they keep their name. I'm not saying there's any ulterior motive to that, but I don't know. It's probably easier to sell books and stories if you keep the same name as the person that you divorced. So, you know what? And if you have been abused, then get, get your fucking money, innit? Get your money. Get your money. I'm not, I'm not begrudging her for getting that money. Uh, but, yeah, she has kept the name. I'd want to get that, I want to get rid of that name straight away. I'd, I'd love to do with it. But there's one bit where she was like, I just want the Robert that I help teach read and write. And I was like, what? What? Why? Some women have no standards. There's some women out there that if he isn't driving a Bentley, ain't got a free bedroom house, yeah, I, don't even talk to me. Don't even, mess, don't even look at me. Why there's some women going, I've met this lovely guy. He can't read, but I love him. Just like, no. No, stop picking up stray dogs, man. Any Battersea dog home level, man. Nah, go to Crofts. All men are dogs. Well, if all men are dogs, go to Crofts. Don't go to dog homes, right? Stray dogs. Don't go to those ones if all men are dogs. Get a pedigree dog. <laughs> Get one of them. Oh, dear. I don't know. I don't want to trivialise it. I guess I do. Um, 
Right, what else has happened this week? Because that's all I'm going to say about R. Kelly. Although, we're talking about R. Kelly, there's this video of um, of Drake that surfaced where he's talking to some 17-year-olds on, on stage in Colorado, in Denver. He brings his girl on stage, starts finessing her, you know. He's 23 at the time. He's like, oh, what's that in your hair? What's that? Smells nice. What's that? Herbal essence? Uh, uh. Then he starts dancing on her, kissing on her neck. He's like, oh, man. And then, after all of that, kissing her neck, smelling her hair, rubbing her body, he then decides to go, how old are you? (laughs) Too late, bruv. Too late. (laughs) Too late. How old are you? He's like, 17, crowd goes nuts. He's like, oh, man, I can't go to jail, y'all. Can't go to jail. Damn, why you look like that? Why you so thick? Why you look like that? That's what he's saying. Now, here's the thing. Legal thing. Guess he's 23. Actually, no, after that, so he finds he's 17. Then he starts dancing on her again. He's like, man, y'all, y'all make, make me go too far, y'all. Then he kisses her on the cheek, on the other cheek. On her forehead and on the lips. And then tells her that he liked how her breast felt against his chest. Now, let's go, let's go, let's go. Right, so, let's, let's see this. Legally, the age of consent in Colorado is 17. Cool. That's cool. But, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? The age of consent in the UK is 16. Right? So if I'm I'm from somewhere the age consent is sixteen. If I go somewhere where the age consent is lower than where I'm from, I think your that reaction shouldn't be fucking jackpot. No. It should be okay, that's cool for you guys, but not for me. There's nothing. Age consent is sixteen in the UK. I believe there is a nuance in the law, and I need to check this up, but I remember learning this at school. Because they asked us, like, you know, when they, you know, you're like, you're, where are you? Yeah, I think we're still at school. They asked, what's the age of consent in the UK? Everyone, 16. And they went, yeah, age of consent is 16 for a guy who is four years older than the girl. Up to four years older. That's what it is, I think. So if the girl is 16, if the guy is 19, that is fine. But if the guy is 21 and the girl is 16... Then I think that is technically illegal. If the girl is 18, then a the guy could be 72, it don't matter. That's all great. Age consent 18. Whoop whoop. Everyone go nuts. No, not for me. Not for me. If I was single, if I became single tomorrow, right? 30, almost 31, I'm not troubling 18 year olds. I'm not. Generally not. It's like I've got no interest. I remember when I was dating, I was 25. And I went on a date with a girl who was 19. I was 25, 19. Do you know how fucking challenging that conversation was? Like, I, 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 I have an ego, right? But I'm a complicated guy. I need my ego stroked for things that I think are worth stroking my ego for. This girl was like, oh my God, you've got a job. That's so sick. What? <laughs> I'm 25. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I don't get how what, what you're chatting about to someone who's even got a massive age gap like that. Now, I've got nothing to talk to you about, nothing, got no interest, right? Now I can get how in a moment, like in a fleeting moment, you can see someone who's younger and go, oh, they're an attractive person. That's it. So like, is it that hard to go? Yeah, they're attractive. Fine. Don't have to say any creepy thing. Nor do you have to say any disclaimer. Don't say, oh, when they get older. No, no, just attractive. The same same way, right, there's there's kids that are better looking kids than other kids. There are. I remember, I remember my friend's friend, she had two kids, boy and a girl. And I was like, these kids, they should be doing like child modelling or something. They're just like really good looking kids. Those, those look like they should have been just selling like just clothes in Gap or something, right? Fine. I can say they're confident because I'm not saying it in a creepy way. 
You start calling kids sexy now. It's like, what the fuck's wrong with you, bruv? Nothing sexy about children. So, yeah, good looking kid. But I don't know, it's just, yeah. I think there is this weird creepiness. I've said it before, man. It's like, you watch Disney stuff. Someone's like a Disney, those Disney kids. They've been in the show since they're eight years old. Ten. Now they're twelve. They're fourteen. Sixteen. It's like they're fifteen. Uh, seventeen now. Seventeenth birthday. Now they're seventeen years old. Three hundred and sixty-four days old. And now they're just Disney. Disney, 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 Disney. And then suddenly they become eighteen years old. And they're the boom. Look who's sexy now. The girl's all oiled up. Hair's all wet. Everything's just wet. Top's all ripped. It's like, oh, look who's grown up now. It's like, no, no, no. Yesterday she was, she's one day older. Look who's sexy now. It's like, no, you have been waiting, waiting for that girl to turn old enough so you don't get nicked. You've, you've had your eye on her for time. Time. So, look, I don't. So some shit just creeps me out. That, that shit creeps me out. Um, R. Kelly's a creep, but he's not the only problem. Right? There's guys being around schools. I remember when I was like, um, I was what, 14? The girls in my school, what girls in my year, 14. Getting picked up by their boyfriends in cars. You're, you're just jealous, Darren? Uh, no, I just think it's creepy. That he's a fucking guy. And he can't get girls his own age. Nah, you're just jealous, Darren. Alright? Because he's mature. Unlike you, boys. You're boys and he's mature. I'm just like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? He's so mature that he's hanging around schools. Fuck off. I've seen some statuses trying to chuck that onto the women. No. Don't chuck it onto the women or the girls. They were 14. Don't chuck it onto them. Isn't their issue. It's those guys, 18, 19, got their flipping Ford Fiesta pulling outside the school. Oh, stepping in with a school uniform and school bag. Ugh. No, mate. No, 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 no. That was never me. Never me. I, mean, I, I, I still get freaked out that my fiance, she's only two years younger than me. <laughs> Right, I'm born in 88. I get freaked out sometimes when I look at her. It's taken me a while. When I see a, a date of birth and I see 1990. I'm like, uh, what? 90s? Ugh. Not, not, ugh. Born in the 90s. That's disgusting. She's got to be 29 this year. But <laughs> it's like, ugh. Even, even that for me. I was like, ugh, that's, that's weird. So... I don't know, man. It's nuts. It's nuts. You've got. I say that to say this. Boycott R. Kelly all you want, right? Good. Pat yourself on the back. But if you're still jamming with your brethren, yeah, and they're trying to draw girls who are 18, and you're in your 30s, they're trying to draw girls who are 17, and you're in your 30s, trying stop it. Just go, bruv, that's disgusting. Stop doing that fucking nastiness, all right? That's... All I'm saying. I put the world to fucking rights. Okay? And, um, but yeah. Um, R. R Kelly, I'm not sure if he's actually cancelled yet. <laughs> he does not, I just don't think he can be. I think he's just too powerful uh, musically. Right, what else has gone on in the world? Um, let's just stick on the theme of gender dynamics and stuff and. One, one last thing that really stuck out to me this week. Well, there's a man who shot wife in front of kids after discovering sex tape she made with his best friend. Right? I'm not going to read all the details of it, but he shot his, uh, he shot his wife. Now, here's my thing. I always find it interesting. I should have saved this for Naomi, actually. I want to ask her. Like, who do you blame in those situations when the, when the guy... When the guy, like... Not a guy, sorry. When, when the partner cheats... Is your rage at your partner or your friend? All right. Here's my thing. Here's my personal thing. I can't beat up 
my girlfriend. My fiance. I can't I can't beat her up. Alright? I, I just morally I can't beat her up. I mean physically I'll fucking knock her out. Hey, fucking shit. No. Um joke aside. <laughs> morally I couldn't beat her up, okay? And so so my rage, my best friend is getting double beats. He's getting the ass kicking that he deserves because he's my boy. And he's going to ask kick it that I couldn't give her. So I'm going to punch him in his face, guy. That's her punch. That is your punch. Boom. I can't beat her up. See, when I see a guy beat up his wife or his girlfriend or shoot her, that shows me that you didn't back yourself in the fight against your boy, is it? Because let's think about it. How embarrassing would that be if you, if your best friend flipping has sex with your wife or girlfriend you go and confront him and he's like yep do you know what that happened didn't it you you're raging you're doing you know your, your rage cry he's like you it's sex with my wife and he's, he's just like whoa all right calm down mate it happens you can have her back he just runs at him he's like what are you doing just hits you with a t- like right left combo pap pap you fall back through the coffee table. You get up. You start picking up a weapon. It's like, Gary, put the knife down. Otherwise, I'll fucking hurt you. You go to juke him in the chest. He just cracks you in the jaw. Ah, Bang. Knife drops out of your hand. He's now punched you in the ribs. Bam, 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 bam. Now you're crying. You're crying through the pain of your wife cheating on you with your best mate. And now you're crying through the pain of your best mate breaking every rib. Then he gets up and he says, get the fuck out of my house. You're like, I can't actually move my legs. Oh, God. Can't breathe. Call me an ambulance. And he's just like, you prick. And you're laying there on the floor just like, oh, God. And he's like, wait a minute. That voice sounds familiar. Who's, who's that? Hey, it's your wife. She comes downstairs in a dressing gown. It's like, what the fuck? Are you doing here? Wiping her mouth. <laughs> oh, she's turned on. She's now she's turned on. They like go upstairs. Like, oh, let's leave this guy down here. Clean himself up. All you can hear is just the bed creaking above you. It's just headboards. Diddish, diddish, diddish. You're just like, fuck, I can't get up and after listen to this shit. Oh, you're so much bigger than Gary. Just like, oh, no. So, um... You, you don't want that happening to you. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. That's just my first thought when I, saw, when I saw that news article. It was like, he clearly didn't back himself. Um, didn't back himself in this fight. But, yeah. Anyway, let's um, let's wrap up the podcast. Just get a bit of Dear Deirdre. I had other stuff to talk about. But, you know what? This, um, the R. Kelly thing was always going to take up a lot of the podcasts. Probably a lot of podcasts this week will talk about R. Kelly. Um, so I'd like to hear their hot take on it. But that's my 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 hot take is I'm sick and tired of people cancelling people they've already cancelled. You clearly didn't cancel them in the first place. That's my view. Um, right. Um wow this is deep dear deirdre i care for my husband after his operation but have but have sex with others because i miss feeling loved jeez i'm feeling bad because i had sex with a guy who chatted me up at a charity shop where i work once a week okay Um, i'm a pushover for any man showing me a bit of attention and expecting it to lead to sex wow I'm 36, my husband is 37, we have a boy of 8, I work and care for our son and my husband as well. Three years ago he was diagnosed with back problems and despite two operations is more and less an invalid. Why well, he had a back problem, what's happened? I'm sure he can talk and he's got personality, right? My life is pretty full, but I so miss feeling loved and I also miss the sex that should go with it, that's fair. Um, I've... The first of the men I cheated with was someone I was at school with who I bumped into not long after I became my husband's carer. Legacy sex. That's what that's called. Legacy sex. No, them ones. 
where the girl's not even anywhere near as hot as she used to be. You know, she was like the, the top girl at school. It's like, oh man, I'm gonna make up a name. Uh, Sally Ambrose. There you go, made up a name. So yeah, oh god, Sally Ambrose. She was like the hottest girl in school. She was so fit. Oh man, oh, I loved her, but she never even noticed me. And now you bump into her. Twenty years later, fat. About four kids, two divorces, looking shoddy. But she's still got lovely eyes, though. And you can still see it's Sally Ambrose. She's like, is that? Is that you? Wait, is that, is that you? Wayne? Wayne, is that you? Wayne Stevens? You're like, yeah, it's me. It's, it's Sally. Sally Ambrose. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, whoa, whoa, how'd you come in? Yeah? You still with... You still with Mike from school? No, no, we split up and then, you know, the, yeah, we had two kids, divorced, then I got married again, yeah, then you have had two kids, divorced, yeah, I've just had any problems, but, you know, I'm still here, still surviving, still surviving, so, wow, she's like, wow, you, you look really great, you look really great, Wayne, I don't remember you being this fit when we was at school, <laughs> he's like, oh my god, Sally Ambrose just gave me a compliment. I don't care if she's fucking morbidly obese now. She's still Sally Ambrose. And then, you know, lo and behold, two weeks later, they go for a drink in a Weatherspoons and they're having sex in a car park. He doesn't tell his mates what she looks like now. He goes, Oi, lads, do you remember Sally Ambrose from school? Of course we do. She was the fittest girl in school, Wayne. He's like, I had sex with her. Oh, no bloody way. What does she look like now? Nah, uh, pretty much the same. Let's have a look on Instagram. Oh, I don't even know what Instagram handle is. I don't even know. All right, let's look on Facebook. It'd be her actual name, right? Think, think, nah, she got remarried. I don't know what her name is. No, wait, and I found her. Sad, sad, whoa. Whoa, this can't be her. Why? She is massive. She's got no teeth. What the? What is this? She looks like... She looks like a Nissan Qashqai, mate. What? Is this, is this who you had to... Nah, I think that's a different different one. Wait, no. Wait. Two days ago, status. Never guess who I bumped into. Wayne Stevens from school. Oh, my God. I can't believe this, Wayne. <laughs> anyway, I'll say that to say this. That's what happens. Um, that's that's the legacy. That's legacy sex. You had sex based on their past represent past reputation. All right. It's why uh, footballers still join teams like Man United. <laughs> anyway, um, I say that fuck Tottenham got to play Man United next. Ah oh, man, I've set myself up to be be uh, absolutely mocked. Anyway, um, first round cheated on had. The person I cheated with was someone I was at school with who I bumped into not long after I became my husband's carer. He had grown into an attractive man. I didn't even read that bit. I was taking the piss there. We chatted in the street and it started to rain and he suggested to talk over a coffee. He told me he was divorced and missing having a woman to be close to. He also said I'm amazingly attractive and I just melted. Left a wet patch on the chair. And I had forgotten how much it meant to be appreciated. We swapped mobile numbers and he suggested our next coffee and chat should be at his flat. Alright. Um, a date, the day soon came round and the coffee turned into a glass of wine. Then wonderful sex. Really? That's how it goes. I mean, each time I've been to a bar. Dan, what are you having this round? Um, so have a beer, please. Oh, okay. What are you having this round? Oh, I have a JD and lemonade. What is this escalating? We have this round, mate. Sex. What? Sex. What? Wonderful sex. Give me give me a double wonderful sex from that barmaid. Like, that isn't how it escalates. So, no. Anyway, um, this happened several times where I found out he had been seeing someone else, which I rumbled when I saw her jacket at his place. Love, you're married, so shut your face. Um, I told him what I thought of him and left. Ah, uh, you are a disgusting man. I mean, I know I'm cheating on my disabled husband, but you are disgusting. Um, I yearned for attention, and it wasn't long before I had another guy in my life, and even better sex. He isn't reliable, so I find myself seeing other men too. 
like the one who came, wait, so you left the dude, because he was seeing someone else, and now you're seeing someone else, behind your husband's back, because he's unreliable, you're seeing other people, so, what, what are you talking about, I can cheat on you, but you can't cheat on me, anyway, he uh, he asked me out for a drink and we ended up having sex at his place. I feel bad about the sex, but it's the closeness I miss. I want to be a wife and a lover, not just a carer. And I always regret it after I've cheated, but it doesn't stop me doing it. I hate myself, but I don't have the courage to resist when someone is nice to me. Yeah. So, um, I think what you need to do is... Um, you already done it now. Uh, there's no point in you stopping. You, uh, you might as well carry on. Carry on. Don't tell your husband because um, his back's broken and he, he can't he can't uh, he can't cheat on your back. Still though, imagine you imagine she came home one day, left him. He's like this guy can't even move. His back's completely mash up. Comes back and there's just a woman riding his face. And he's like, oh boy, it's not what it looks like. And he's like, oh my god, you are an invalid, and you still cheated on me. He's like, what? <laughs> it's mad. Absolutely mad. Okay, um, last last one. Um, right, let's let's get on this one. On the light note, uh, dear dear, dear my wife's brother has had troubles with drink and drugs for all the years I've known him. Um, I was saying it. I was saying he is nothing but trouble when my wife told me. I should be more understanding as their father sexually abused him when he was a boy. Ah, man. Yeah, because uh, R. Kelly was uh, was abused, apparently. And his brother were abused by an older female relative. So I guess that starts the cycle, innit? Because, as most of us know, those who are abusers were likely to have been abused. You hear that? Not saying those who were abused become abusers. That's not true. Just those who are abusers were probably abused. There's a nuanced difference there. Let's uh, hope you, you've heard that properly. Anyway, I'm 35 and she's 34 and her brother is 31. She says the abuse happened to him when he was 7 to 11. He told her when they were teenagers but won't talk about it now, nor will she. We have a son and a daughter and it sickens me to think there is an abuser in the family. Who's the abused by, sorry? Hey, by the dad shit. Um, we're, um, I told my wife I don't want him to see her father anymore, but she insists he would not touch them. How? How? How can she insist that when he touched his own son? These kids are even further removed. <sighs> anyway, how does she know he abused his own son? Exactly. I don't know whether I should inform the police, but my wife would never speak to me again. If I do, I will lose her and my kids. You are right. To worry, you can't be sure. Yeah, the kids. Oh, sorry, right. So yeah, these are kids. Yeah. Um. Okay, that's that was a heavy one to end on. So yeah, I I I would be like foot down. No, fuck off. He's not seeing our kids. If he is, they're not unsupervised. I'm I'm there all the time. That's it. Oh, even then, man. Because if I know he's like that, the moment he says my daughter looks pretty, I mean, a granddad saying that, you should be like, that's perfectly fine. But fucking, the guy who's done that shit, I'll, yeah, I'll end up swinging across the fucking potatoes. Christmas dinner, I'll just tear off the turkey leg and just stab him in the neck. It's like, ah, oh, shit. Um, right. There you go. Uh, I'm an expert on this one. Here you go. Um, dear Deirdre, in four years, I've gone from a 20% response on dating sites to zero. It makes me feel useless. Tell you what makes you feel useless, mate. You've been a fucking statistician. I've gone with the 20% growth in, in response rate. No, don't. that's why girls don't want to be with you, mate. Fucking probably announcing your statistics in your first... You're opening gambit with the ladies. Anyway, I've messaged dozens of girls... But have no response. I revamped my profile and put up new pictures. Ask friends 
where I might be going wrong, they tell me to get off the sites and find other ways of meeting girls. But that is easier said than done. My self-confidence is at an all-time low. All I see is the prospect of always being single. Right, here's the thing. Don't get off the sites. The sites can be useful. Thus, here's the thing, though. Don't make the sites your be-all and end-all. Uh, it's, it's another weapon in the arsenal, all right? You do online thing, you do the offline thing, the real-life thing. You go out to things that you're actually interested in, yeah? You might meet women there. Now, it's hard to meet women in person nowadays because it's hard not to come off as some kind of creepy, you know, potential rapist. Because, yeah, so we've just built this area of this kind of... This environment of distrust. And, yeah. And it's just hard to actually be able to go approach a woman and let her know that you're sexually and romantically interested in her in a place that isn't geared for sexuality or romance. Yeah, so imagine you've gone to like a, I don't know, a book, a book club. So yeah, you're both interested in the same book, you're both interested in literature and you find her attractive. So if you start talking to her about anything other than the book, she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh my God, here's the problem with men. I'm trying to, to read a fucking book and this guy's just talking to me like this. I didn't come here to be chatted up. And it's like, oh, okay. All right. Are you single? Yeah. Why are you single? Because I can't find any men. Why? I'm online and all the men are dumb and they're not interested in the same things I am. Okay, and where else do you try to meet men? Well, when I go out and stuff, but everyone's just fucking idiots and fucking boneheads when they're out and everyone's pissed. Oh, what about meeting a guy at a book club or something? What? <laughs> I saw this meme where some woman goes, Oh, God, um, I only attract fuckboys. And then her mate went, uh, No, you're an attractive woman. You attract everyone. And you only entertain fuckboys. And there it is, man. So what I say to this guy is you keep persevering. Online, offline. Your profile. Um, don't message too many girls at once. Actually try and find a girl, read her profile, like something in it. And then message her. As you pay some attention to detail. Because tell you what, when you spread yourself thin, it comes across in your messaging. Have you ever been applying for jobs? And you apply for like a million jobs? You apply for like a million jobs and then your CV and your cover letter and your app, it all gets a bit shit. Because you're just trying to churn out the applications. You haven't even read what the job spec is. You know what I mean? I I work really well in a team. Um, I'm a team player, really good team player. Um, I love being outdoors. I, I, I love, you know what I mean? I, I, love, I, love, uh, I love nature. I love, I love the scenery. Uh, I love, love talking to people all the time. Um, you know, I'll just, I'll just, I'm just really a team player. I'm a team player. Great, that's fine. But this job is uh, for tube driver and you'll be on your own for a lot of the time underground. Oh, sorry. I thought I was applying for park warden. But okay, um, yeah, I'm still interested in the job. So no. So that's what happens when you're messaging a million girls at once. Um, true story. And I met I met Naomi online, on the line, and um, I had the date lined up for the Sunday. Yeah, me and her had arranged to meet on the following Saturday. All right. So they arranged to meet on the following Saturday, and I already had the date arranged for the Sunday before and my thing was I started talking to Naomi and I just really liked talking to her to the point where I thought I'm going to go on this date on the Sunday and be like was that on the sa- uh, yeah on the Sunday be like man this is just a formality I have to just get this out of the way before I get to go on this date with this girl I really want to go on a date with now here's the thing I could have done that and that's 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 all fair in, in dating. But this what would have happened is I would have either found the date a massive waste of time and therefore a waste of money and it was being fucking annoying. And I, but I would have been fine. It wouldn't be I wouldn't have felt any guilt about it. Or I would have ended up liking the girl a bit and then I'll go on this date with this girl who I thought I really liked who was knowing me and been like just there comparing. I'm not actually enjoying the date. I've been there thinking, oh, yeah, you know, what's happening there? I mean, that girl from Sunday, she said this, she said that, and mm, not sure. And I thought, do you know what? I'm cancelling the date on Sunday. And I did that. Cancelled the date on Sunday. And then I rearranged to meet 
knowing me on that Sunday. There you go. That's that's how the story began. And then I met her on the, the Friday and the Saturday of the original date. So we ended up having two dates before our original date. And now we're engaged. Romance! So, <laughs> so I'll say that for what dear Deirdre is, um, yeah, keep on going, mate. And don't send any unsolicited dick pics. Or actually even solicited ones because... Once a dick pic is out there, it, it stays there. So, can't get rid of that. Anyway, so that is uh, Griff's Brain Dump. Uh, I said, go on to downgriffiths.com forward slash ticketed events to see up-and-coming shows that happen January and February. Um, if you do, yeah. And come and see me perform. Um, I'm hosting on the 10th, the day after my birthday. Uh... This, or this Thursday in Shoreditch. If you're about to come to that, there's some amazing comedians on that bill. Absolutely fantastic comedians on that bill. I'm looking forward to that show. Um, I've blown the rust off on Friday. I've got to do it again tonight at Hideaway in Streatham. Um, then hopefully I'll be ready to actually get back into the rhythm of performing. But yeah, that's it. That's the end of the show. Show? Podcast. Ain't a fucking show. There's no production here. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, Peace.